Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, Dav Chof Amid Beis, page 20, side B. So, hi, when the Levone has been renewed in the right time and they don't testify about it, Mirzikishikra, then this matter appears, appears to be a falsehood because many other people also saw that it was renewed. But on the other hand, hi, when the renewal of the Levon has not appeared in the right in time, and the witnesses testify as if they saw it, then that doesn't come across as a lie by the people because they will say that they actually didn't see it, but the witnesses saw it. Amar Shmuel says Shmuel, I am able to fix the and set the months of all the months for the people of the exile without needing the testimony of the witnesses by placing, by setting the days in which Rosh Hashanah will come out during all years because I am expert in the calculations of the times of the Moilad Halavon and how it goes in the order of the Mazolas. Omar Lei Abu Abu Drab Shmuel so the father Abba who was the father of Rabbi Simlai asked said to Shmuel Yoda Mar Hai Milsa Ditany Besoid Hoibur does my master know the meaning of this Braise which we learned uh, in the uh, secret of the Ibur it's called the secret of the Ibur and it says over there what is this, the secret of the Ibur it says that means that uh, there is a difference between the Moon, whether the new moon, the new moon has been uh, visible or became uh, was born was noilat prior to midday or after midday. So the Brayse doesn't say what it is. So he's asking him Shmuel if he knows. Amar Lei Shmuel says Loi. I don't know the difference. Since you don't know this matter, so it's possible he can be lachar So there's other things that you don't know. So how are you going to set the times of Rosh Chodoshim on the basis of the calculation without seeing witnesses? What does it mean in the Brayse? The Gemara explains Kisilik Rabizera when Rabbi Zayda went up from Bovel to Eretz Yisrael, Shalich Luhu, he sent to his friends back in Bovel two items that he learned in Eretz Yisrael with regards to the time that the Levone, the mild of the Levone. The first thing is that in order to be Mekadesh the Chodesh to sanctify the new month on the 30th day, Tzorich Shiyehei, Laila V'yoyim, so you need that both the night and the day of Rosh Chodesh need to be. That means that the day uh, from that month 
that the night beforehand. So therefore, if they saw the old moon on the night of the 30th, so it means that they have already uh, some of the previous month's move. You cannot make Kiddush HaChodesh on the 30th day. An additional thing he sent to them, that Zoish Omer Abba Abud Rav Simloi, this that Abba, the father of Simloi, said before Shmuel, he didn't know to interpret the difference between Noilat before Chatzos to after Chatzos. It means Mechashvin as Toy Toy, that we calculate the time of the Noilat of the new moon as it is going to be in the future based on the Chashvin. if it is Noilat, if it's born before midday of the 30th day, so then it's known that it's possible that it's going to be visible, the new, mo- the new moon, close to setting of the sun of that day, because six hours from the time of the Moilad, the people of Eretz Yisrael are already able to see the Levon. But but if it has not yet been, by the time Chatzos comes around, it's not yet been noilet according to the calculations. Is we So then it's known that it's not possible that the new month will be seen so close to sunset of that day because that is too small and it's not visible anywhere. What did we? Why is that important to us to know this rule? But we don't make the Kiddush by base of the Cheshmer, but by the vision of the witnesses. So the Gemara says, that this helps, that this was contradicts the witnesses. So if we know by uh, the calculations that the Moilet was after midday, and then the witnesses come in that day and saw that they, and say that they saw it, then we know that they are actually lying, and we're not going to accept them. That in between the sighting of the last month's moon to the sighting of the new moon is there is 24 hours in which there is no moon visible that the Moon is covered and you can't see it. So the Cheshbon is such that six hours before the Moilet and six hours after the Moilet, it's not possible to see it anywhere because of its smallness. And the extra 12 hours, there's a difference between Bovnar and Yisrael. Lidi Don to the people of Bovel who are on the east, 24 hours is Shisbatika. That's six hours from the old Levana. As we explained, you can't see it six hours for the Moilat. Vitam and 18 hours from the new month. Because besides these six hours that after the Moilat, in which the moon is not seen, seen because of its small size, 
there's an additional 12 hours that it's not visible because in those hours the moon is in the uh, southwest corner and it's not visible to the people that live in Bovel who are on the east until 18 hours up till 18 hours when it's large enough and it can be visible everywhere but lead who to the people of Eretz Yisrael it's not visible shit six hours after its renewal because it's still small and 18 hours from the previous Levana because six hours because of its smallness an additional 12 hours before that because in those hours the Levana is in the quarter of southeast and it's not visible because of its smallness to the people of Eretz Yisrael who are in the west why do we need to know this? Because we're still doing the Kiddush Levana by the sighting of the witnesses. That we're going to use this to contradict the witnesses. That if the witnesses are going to say they saw the old moon and the new one within 24 hours, we're going to know that they are false witnesses. Mar, we said earlier that that the night and the day go part of the month, that the day follows the night, and therefore, in order to consecrate the month on the 30th day, it's necessary that both that the night and the day of the 30th should be in the time of the new moon. Where do we know this rule that the day follows the night? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechon says, because in the Parsha in Yemba Kippurim, Yemba Yikra Perichav Gimu Posik Lamed Beis, the Posik says, Me'erev Aderev. It says, the Posik starts, the Vinismas Nafshisechem, Betisha Lachoydesh Ba'erev, that you shall afflict your souls in the ninth day in the evening, and it says, Me'erev Aderev, from evening to evening, Tish B'Shu Sabatchem. So from here we learn that with regards to the festival, the day follows the night. And therefore, it turns out that when the old moon was visible on the night of the 30th, so that they will go after it, and it will be belonging to the previous... So if the old moon is on the night of the 30th, so then the day goes after the night, and it belongs to the previous month, and you cannot... Consecrated for the new month. Rishlokish says that this halacha, that the day goes after the night, we learn from another passing because it says with regards to Pesach and Shemais, Perikid Beis Pasik Yutchas, it says, Pasik starts off over there, Barisham Barba also Yem Lachoidish Barev Techlumatsis on the first. The 40th day in the evening you'll eat matzah. It says until till the 21st in the evening, which means that the Yom Tov Pesach, the Chag Pesach, goes up to the 21st in the month in the evening. But on the night of the 22nd of Chodesh, it's already permitted to eat chomets. If the day, uh, if the night goes after the day, 
So the Yom Tov should have been extended to the night that's after the 21st of Nisan until the morning of the 22nd. What's the difference between the two drushes of Rabbi Yechonon and the drush of Rishlokish? Bayu Omar says that they're actually not a halachic difference, but it's only from where uh, we understand this drasha, but it's not a practical nafkimina. Rava Omar, Rava says, midnight is the difference between them, whether the day is dragged after all night from the beginning. And therefore, even if the Levana was seen in the beginning of the night of 30th, we still cannot be Mekadesh the 30th day uh, as Rosh Chodesh, or the day goes after the night, only after the second part of the night from midnight and on. So if the Levana was visible before Chatzos, you could be Mekadesh the 30th day. And the reason of this distinction is because Rabbi Yechonen learns this from the Pasuk So that means that the entire first evening is included in Yom Kippur and the day follows it. But Ishlokish learns this from the Mitzvah Matzah which is from the 14th in the afternoon in the evening until the 21st of the month in the evening. And this Pasuk does not obligate to eat matzah, but is coming to tell us that in the seven days of Pesach, you can't eat chametz. So once, one who wants to eat uh, should eat matzah, but doesn't have to eat matzah, no mitzah, but not eat chametz. So therefore, the Erev, which it says in the beginning of the Pasuk with regards to the 14th, is not from the beginning of the evening which is dragged after the day of the 14th because there is an obligation to eat matzah together with the Korban Pesach which belongs to the 14th but it's from the midnight and on in which there is no obligation to eat matzah and after it the 15th is dragged and also in it there is no Achilles matzah but it's only a rishus, so therefore it's evident that the day does not go over the entire night, but only after midnight, from midnight and on. So the same thing is with regards to Rosh the day is only dragged after the midnight and on, and therefore if the Levone an old one was seen in the beginning of the night up till midnight, you can still be Bekadesh the 30th day of Shkodesh. Omar Abzir Amar Nachman said, Abzir Nachman calls Sveiko, if you have a doubt when the base was Bekadesh the Chodesh, whether it's on the 30th or the 31st, so you don't know when to make Pesach or Sukkot, Lekabesh Didon, we throw the doubt for the later one which means that for the Suffolk, we should conduct Yantav on the 15th and the 16th. So shall we say that Abzair is coming to say that that it's only the 15th and the 16th. Avdinon we do because of Suffolk, because if Rishkadosh was on the 30th, 
So then it turns out when we're counting the 15th, that's the real date. And if it's on the 31st, then the day that we're counting as the 16th is really the 15th, and that's the real Yontif. And that's why we conduct in our both of them Kedusha as if they're Yontif. And same thing is Rosh Hashanah, we shall have Kedusha, we conduct ourselves on the first and the second day of Tisha. But our base are the 14th of the Shloy of Dinon. Over there, we don't have a doubt, make it like a Yontif Rosh Hashanah. We don't have Kedusha uh, by the 29th of Elul. We don't worry that that's Rosh Hashanah. But the Gemara says, "Will have Nami Why don't we also make the Yom Tov from question of a Sophic on the fourteenth? And Rosh Hashanah, we should also make the twenty ninth of a Yom Tov because Dilma Chasru Lov, because maybe the month of Av has been a month with only twenty nine days. So Rosh Chodesh is on the first uh, of uh, is is on the thirtieth day of Av." And also made El uh, 29 days. So the which is on the 30th day. So it turns out that the day that we thought that it was 29th of Elul, because we made the month a uh, extra day, it's really Rosh Hashanah. Uh, but the same thing for Nisan. Maybe they made also the month of Shvat, 29 days, and also the month of Odin. So the day that we count as the 14th of Nisan, because we say that the month of Shvat was 30 days, but it's maybe that's really the 15th, and that's the first day of Pesach. So why did that Nachman require that we should also conduct on that day as a yontu because of a suffix.